what up and welcome back to another episode of the kids court today we are we have a celebrity on the podcast do you want to introduce yourself uh, well i don't know about a celebrity but uh my name's kelly graves and i'm the head women's basketball coach at the university of oregon do you have anything to say did you no i'm julian i'm here to be on i'm here on the podcast and i'm excited um and welcome kelly yeah, thanks. Uh, good to be with you guys. I'm really looking forward. Yeah. Okay. So we have some questions. Um, tell us a little bit about about yourself. Well, okay. I'm uh, 58 years old, and I'm just starting my 30, I guess, 36th year of college coaching. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I've been doing this for a long time. Um. I am married to Mary for 27 years, and we have three amazing boys, Max, Jack, and Will. So Max uh, works for a soccer company out of Baltimore, Maryland. My middle school is a uh, women's basketball coach at Lane Community College, and my youngest son, Will, plays basketball and goes to school and will graduate this spring at Gonzaga. Oh, well, tell them congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we have a, gr- a great family, and, uh, and they all love basketball as much as I do, which is, which is uh, really neat. Well, that's good to hear, especially since you're coaching. <laughs> They've been around it all their lives, so they kind of have to. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, when you were growing up as a little boy, who was your favorite player when you were growing up? Oh, wow. Well... <laughs> I don't even know if your listeners would know these names, but uh, I really liked Larry Bird and and Larry played for the Boston Celtics. And then when I was a really, really young kid, my favorite player was Willie Wise. And he played for the Utah Stars at the old ABA. And I just, he was cool. He had great hair and and he was really strong and played tough, and, and uh, so did Larry Bird. So I, I like those tough players. Is they ABA just... kind of like basketball, like NBA? It was. It was a really good league um, way back when. They used the red, white, and blue basketball. And then, and then in the mid-'70s, they um, emerged with the NBA. Nice. And so the yeah. NBA took four teams from the uh, – from the ABA, and I'll bet you you don't know which four. No, I have no idea which four. Nah, well, of course <laughs> you don't. It was so long ago. But the Denver Nuggets, the San Antonio Spurs, the what are now the Brooklyn Nets, Ooh. and the Indiana Pacers. So oh, those four wow. teams came from the ABA and merged into the NBA. Wow. That's, I've yeah. never heard of the ABA. Yeah, I haven't either. No, it's a pretty neat league. Yeah. yeah. How is it coaching the women's ducks basketball team? Like, oh, it's so much fun. I love hanging around with college kids because yeah. they're so young and they listen to great music and they have lots of fun. And um, it's uh, it's a pretty neat deal. I'm very blessed to be the coach here, yeah. and uh, I'm uh, you know I get to work with really the best and the brightest of that generation, and nice. uh, I think it's uh, it's it's pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. So what made you want to coach the team? 
Well, like I said, I've been coaching all my life. I played basketball in college and loved it. And I just have always loved the game. And so when I got done, I wasn't good enough to go pro. So I decided to turn my attention to coaching and uh, I just really enjoy it. I love being part of young people's lives. You know, um, I get to, uh, you know, build relationships that last a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, And I really enjoy that. I enjoy getting to know their families and helping them realize their dreams. And so that's why, uh, that's why I chose coaching and, and I'm glad I did. How long do you guys work out a day? You know, we usually go a couple of hours a day, but the really great players like, uh, you know, Sabrina and Satu and Tahina Pow Pow, you know, they come in on their own and practice a lot. So I'm there to help them when they, when they want to work on their game. But as a team, we usually go anywhere between two and three hours a day. Nice. Nice. Is it stressful coaching? (laughs) Well, yeah, because if you're a coach as well as a player at the college level, you're really driven, you know, and Uh and, uh, you're driven to succeed and and win and and those kind of things. Do your very best. And so with that comes some stress because things don't always go your way. And, um, you know, and, and if you want to be great, I think stress comes with it. But one of the things as a coach, I try to help my players manage the stress that they have Uh because I don't think anybody works their best when they're under stress. Yeah. 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 We, me and Julian actually play soccer and we are, it's very stressful sometimes when we're in tournaments or, you know, that stuff. Yeah, it sure is. You know, I love soccer. I think soccer is great for basketball players because it, it makes you work on your feet, you know, and you have good footwork in soccer. And I think that's critical in basketball. Yeah. So I love players uh, that played soccer in, in high school. Yeah. What does a regular day look like in your season? A regular day? Well, you know, I, I'm an early riser. I like to get up really, really early, like five o'clock, sometimes maybe six if I'm sleeping in. And I during the season, I use that time to watch film. You know, we film oh. every game and, and then every opponent, we will we'll look at, you know, eight or 10 games of theirs and break it down. So I love to do that in the morning because no one bothers you. You know, it's yeah. before all the phone calls and stuff. Uh-huh. Then I get in the office and, uh, you know, work with my staff. And and then I, I always spend an hour or two uh, planning practice. And then that's just the planning practice. And then, you know, make some phone calls, check my emails, uh, maybe make a few calls for recruiting and, and those kind of things. And then yeah. practice is a couple hours. And then I go home and uh, I usually make a few phone calls to other coaches in high school or some recruits at night. So it really is an all day job. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't clock in at eight o'clock and clock out at five. It's, it's really all day. Yeah. yeah. Do you get to choose uh, how long you go for or? Well, yeah. I mean, if I didn't want to work hard, I wouldn't have to make any phone calls at night. You know, I could have my yeah. other coaches do that. Um, but, you know, I want to have a really good team. And if you want a really good team, you got to work hard at it. And uh-huh. so, so that sometimes that means you know, it's late at night and, and other stuff. So, yeah, um, yes, yeah, so I, I enjoy it. I, I love it. To me, it's not a job. To me, it's a passion. Yeah. And that's why I coach. So you've been coaching for 36 years now, right? 
Yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah. What has, been, what has been your most memorable moment in your career so far? Oh, you know, that's really hard to say. I, I think, you know, it's funny. I think if you ask most coaches and I'm, you know, I would feel the same way. It's not really the wins that you remember, you know, those big victories, like the one that, you know, when we beat Mississippi State and go to our first final four uh-huh. uh, or those last second buzzer beaters. You know, those are neat, but they, they kind of fade away. I think what you remember, you guys, are the small moments, you know, when one of your graduating seniors uh, leaves the court for the last time, takes a bow in front of the fans and yeah. gives you a big hug uh-huh. you know, and says, thanks, coach. I love you. Thanks for everything you've done. You know, those are the moments that really make it special. And those are the things that I remember, you know, maybe going to a pl- uh, former player's wedding and seeing you know, maybe see their the birth of their first child, those kind of yeah. things. I think that's what I like most about the coaching experience. Yeah, I think that's what I would like too. I think I'd like to like like catch up with them and stuff like that. You really become part of each other's families. Yeah. You know, uh, because you spend so much time together. Yeah. In addition to winning the championship, um, does your team have any other goals? Oh, you know, to me, it's not always about the championships. And we've won our share. You know, as a coach, I've won 13 championships. If you don't include a tournament championship, and I've won maybe 10 or 12 of those. So lots of championships. Um, To me, it's always, you know, my goal is to do the very best I can each and every day. And uh, with every team, just maximize the potential. Some years, you know, we're just not good enough to win a championship. We don't have enough talent. Or they might be young. So I think as a coach, I always feel the best when I know we've done our best. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. What what have you done to improve as a coach over the years? Oh, that's a great question. You know, and, and I'm at the top of my profession. And I still learn. I still talk to coaches and ask questions and, hey, what do you do in this situation? And those kinds. I read lots of books, you guys. Yeah. Um, I watch videos of other coaches. I watch lots of games. I'm a lifelong learner. And I think you have to be regardless of where you're at. Yeah. You're never too too smart to learn something, Uh you know? So you got to always keep learning and always try to keep getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know any, like, professional coaches? Oh, I know a lot of them, of course. I have a lot of my players, former players that are playing professionally. And so I get to know their coaches uh, as friends. Oh, So, nice. yeah, I've got NBA and WNBA coaches in my uh, telephone directory. And I can call them and feel comfortable calling them anytime. Nice. Yeah. Um, are you frustrated that women's basketball doesn't get as much attention on TV as men's yeah but i i don't worry about it too much because there's not a whole lot i can do about yeah. it that that's a society thing now if you're a duck fan you know we get a lot of attention down here yeah, yeah. our our fan support is among the biggest in the entire country and yeah. we actually uh, i think last time we were allowed to have fans we averaged on the season over eleven thousand fans a game Oh, wow. And, and our men's team only gets about 7,000 a game. So oh. 
we outdraw uh, most men's programs in the country. So yes, in this area, the ducks, you know, are well loved and yeah, and we get a lot of attention. But yes, nationally, I think women athletes in general need and deserve more attention. But I yeah. don't worry about it day to day because I can't do much about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, well, what was I going to say? Um, do you think people came to the um, women's ducks games because they had like Sabrina Nescu, um, those, those people more than well, the men's? Yeah. Games? Well, sure. Fans come out to see great players, uh-huh. you know. And, um, and we've certainly had some great players. You mentioned Sabrina and then Ruthie and yeah. Satu. And, uh, but there were a lot of other really great players, Aaron Boley and, and all, you know, everybody on the team is really good. Not everybody gets to play as much as, as the yeah. others. But if you're playing for the Ducks, that means you're one of the best players in the world. Yeah. So, um, um, so yeah, and people come out to see. I, like, I think they like my team because they play hard. And they yeah. play unselfishly. You watch uh-huh. our players. They play with a lot of passion. Yeah, you can really tell good. they love the game. And you can tell they love each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the teams that have, like, the most, like, hype on the bench do the best. Because they're just, like, supporting their teammates. Even if it, even if you guys are down 20 points, it, like, doesn't matter. Yeah, because your, your team needs a good connection. Otherwise, they can't do good. Like, there could be a team with so many great stars. But then... You don't have support yeah. each other. Then they, oh, no question. You have to have support from, from everybody. And here I'm going to te- tell you a little secret. Did you know that the teams that touch the most win the most? So if teams are always giving each other high fives and those kind of things, teams that touch the most win the most. Oh, so it's I really, know. really important, and that's a great way to show your camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't know that. I mean, that makes sense, but yeah, I didn't. I just didn't know that. Yeah, just a little trivia for you. Thanks. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting us interview you. I think that'll be the end of the podcast today. Do you have anything to say? No, I had a really great time, and and uh, you guys do a really nice job. Now, how old are you? Um, we're both ten. You're both 10? Yeah. Oh, man. We're, we're in great shape in this world if we have people like you that are going to be uh, the caretakers. So thank <laughs> you. Keep doing what you're doing. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. Yeah, okay. Call me anytime, all right? Okay. All right. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thanks.